This is Revisiting Haven. Hey Havenites, this is Amy J, and with me as always... Hi, this is Amy S, the other Amy. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, This is Revisiting Haven. This is where we kind of take a look back at the sci-fi hit show Haven and kind of see what's going on. The show is in hiatus, and so uh, Amy and I just kind of get together every now and then and talk about our favorite show. That's right. So before we go ahead, and um, today's episode is kind of focusing on season two of Haven. Yeah, uh, we're going to touch on season two. And it, and it it should be a good one, and it aired, I, what was that, 2011, I think? Yes, yes. And so we'll, we'll talk about that, but as usual, we need to check to see if there's any Haven news. Uh, just a bit. Um, we talked earlier in one of our podcasts that uh, Emily is going to be in Uncharted 4, and Emily herself tweeted out the exact link where you can see a bit of her in Uncharted 4 in the preview. So we'll put that link on the podcast here if anybody wants to uh, click on it and see Emily if you haven't done so already. And um, Eric Balfour is shooting a movie right now called Little Dead Rotting Hood. It's also referred to as Red Dead. And as you can imagine, can imagine, it's a take on Little Red Riding Hood. It's kind of a horror or a thriller movie, and he plays a dad in it. Um, there was a picture on Instagram, and there's been a couple things on the Internet, too. So we'll include the link to that. Um, it's supposed to be coming out in January 2016. And let's see, Robert Maillet, who played Heavy on Haven, uh, he t- did confirm he's coming back in the latter half of season 5B. He sent a tweet uh, that Heavy will be back. Now, I don't think we're really surprised by that because we know William's back at some point in 5B. Um, so Heavy will be back with him. And then, um, although Haven didn't have a panel at Comic-Con uh, in San Diego, there was a E1 booth and they had um, an exclusive Haven Files book with all the details of all the Haven cases. So congrats to everyone who was at Comic-Con and got to pick up that exclusive. Got to say, you guys are some lucky fans to get that. Exactly. That's why I say congrats. That's that's a coup. If you got your hands on that thing, it is an exclusive and more power to you. And um, the booth was also showing a, a trailer for season 5B, a trailer that we haven't seen yet. It was exclusive at the Comic-Con booth. So I'm hoping E1 or Sci-Fi will be releasing that shortly. Um, so that we can all see it. And lastly, Haven at Comic-Con, we know Sean Pierce, our Haven music composer, was there on a panel talking about music for some of the shows. And he also sent a tweet saying that he hopes to have a soundtrack for seasons four and five of Haven out in the fall. So that would be awesome. That would be fantastic. Although, is it four and five? I mean, did we ever get three? I don't really think we did. Huh. Might have to tweet about that. Um, or see what's going on. Maybe he's going to throw that into season four and five. Exactly. Yeah. So this is exciting. Um, you know, we're getting closer and closer to a date. Yes. I mean, there was a trailer for 5B that hasn't already been shown now. Like I said, exclusive at Comic-Con, but it's been put together. It's been shown. You know they're going to release it to the rest of us soon. So we are getting close to September, which is our anticipated premiere date. Right. So, so it's a sign. It's a sign yeah. that we are almost there. There is a trailer that exists that we should see soon. Um, let's just take these little grains for what they are. Um, people who were at Comic-Con saw it, enjoyed it. Um, and are just as excited for the show to come back. So, mm-hmm. um, yes, let us hope that it is released maybe this week even. I don't know. We'll just, I'm crossing my fingers. The sooner the better, right? Yeah, absolutely. And maybe this means we're closer to a uh, premiere date. 
Yeah, I mean, they've got to tell us in July or August, and, you know, this will be posted, this podcast, Amy, you're going to be posting it in July, I know, so it's got to be coming soon. My money is uh, by the, in the next two weeks. Okay. So I, I my, if I was a betting gal, I would say uh, by, by July 27th. Okay. I'm going to put that know, out there. All, yeah, just hang in there. We're almost there. We're going to get that date, and then once we have that date, you know, we'll the light at the end of the tunnel, we'll be seeing it, and it'll be even closer, so. But, you know, while you wait, let's talk some some Haven. Um, yes. Honestly, let's talk about my favorite season, I think, uh, season two. Oh, you're going to call that your favorite season, are you? I, I am, because this is kind of the season that, that did it for me, that okay. hooked me. Oh, that's so, right, because you didn't see a first episode of Haven until you saw a season two episode. It was Business very random. Usual. It was very random, was but it, it happened. as usual? Yeah. 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 And so, um, you know, it's it was random. It it caught me and uh I took a risk and just bought all of the episodes at that time. It was season one and season two off of iTunes. Uh-huh. And it was great. Awesome. And and yeah, I guess that while it's great, it's it threw me down this black hole of Haven. <laughs> it's the best thing you've ever done. Get addicted to Haven. <laughs> <laughs> it started something I didn't expect. Um, but it was fantastic. And so, yes, I am going to go ahead and say this is my favorite season. Cool. I have trouble picking favorites. Maybe I could pick one or two favorite episodes per season. But I am terrible at picking favorites. Something that I really like and I'm really passionate about as I am for Haven. I just can't single something out. I mean, I can, but I can't, you know. So you got to be I careful. Can't... You just said you could pick a few favorite episodes from a season. So you're going to have to pick from this. Could. Yeah. You're going to have to I... with this season. Yeah, with season two, maybe business as usual, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I well, can see what, that. What, what stands out to you in season two? I know for me, um, it was a lot of Duke. We learned a lot about the Crocker legacy, uh, about what Duke was up against. We found out he had a wife, and then she later died. Um, you know, Duke this was getting... This was the season that brought us uh, Dwight. Yes, the cleaner. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, Garland's cleaner appeared. Um Back to Duke a little bit, you know, he was on this journey to find out about the Crocker legacy and, you know, he's trying to find the silver boxes that were tied to his Crocker heritage and he was getting in with the Rev to learn about the tattoo and, and his father's legacy and then, of course, Audrey shot the Rev, so that was like Duke had to take a few steps back and he was on this journey to find out about the tattoo and who was going to kill him. We found out about his power towards the end of the season. I thought... Um, this was a series. This was a season of revelations. Yeah, a lot of revelations. I mean, we also learned um, about Nathan. Yes, we learned about Nathan's relationship with Duke. We learned about uh, Nathan's adoptive nature. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Can't say uh, I saw that coming. Yeah, yeah, at the end of end of season uh, one, we learned he was adopted. So you know uh, that was a season one that we learned that. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Max Hansen. Oh yeah, yeah. That was season Spiral. one. Spiral. Never mind. Spiral. Yeah. Take that away. Well, so we saw Nathan living with his with father, that having, that new knowledge. Yeah, that is his father's just died and he's adopted. And, well, even that know. his his father had the tattoo. Yeah. Wait, you know, no, no, no. Oh, Max, Max Hansen, Hansen had, had the tattoo. tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. knowing that not, but yet not knowing what that meant. Right. But also well, knowing that that kind of whoever had that, you know, kills Duke. Granted, he died, but it's 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 interesting to see that that revelation kind of came into the season right and then flash forward or uh fast forward excuse me to the end of this season too when nathan himself ends up getting the tattoo 
Yes. Um, of course, we learned he did that to protect Audrey because, you know, um, you know. <laughs> but this is also the season that we got the fun Christmas episode. I got to say, uh, one of the one of the funniest and, and most enjoyable episodes. Um, thanks, Brian Milliken, for that. It was great. Um, remember, if you didn't know, Brian has a cameo in that episode. Okay. So in, the- in, in uh, Silent Night. No, he's not in it. Yes, he is. No, he's not. He is. He's in the theater. Oh, he's in the theater. Okay. Well, he doesn't have a speaking role. He doesn't have a speaking role, but he's in it. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, So, gotcha. so you can still see he had, he had a speaking role. And I'm like, he doesn't have a part in that. No, he would never. Uh, no. He, yeah. he, he's, he said himself he will not do that. Exactly. But he, okay. he is present there. You can see him if you'd like. Gotcha. Um, You're absolutely right. And another thing about that Christmas episode, it's so easy to watch. Well, it, it plays. It, it's... Um, it's applicable at all times because it really wasn't too specific to the Haven timeline through season two. Um, Cause we didn't see that till after season episode 13 aired and it's still kind of played. Okay. Right. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't have any big reveals in it or whatnot. So it's kind of, like you said, it's just more of a fun episode, right? Yeah. And, and it kind of uh, is an example. I, I think this is season two can be seen as the last season of the episodic episodes. Okay. I mean, the show has been very serialized, but I think uh, after season two, that's when it re- there were more standalone episodes in season two mm-hmm. than in season three, four, and five. Right, because as as Hyphen has progressed, the mythology has gotten deeper, and it's been more about that and the mysteries of the town versus just the trouble of the week. Yeah, yeah. But of course, all- but of course, there 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 are things that that occurred in season two that people are are happy that didn't continue. Uh-huh. Should I say, uh, you know, like <laughs> Chris Brody? A lot of people are not fans of the character Chris Brody. <laughs> that was actually the first time I've seen such uh, vehemence to his uh, oh, t- to a character okay. on a show. Like, really strongly get Chris out of there. Which um, is funny because so many because a lot of people love Jason Priestley, but man, they did not like his character. Yeah, so I was torn. I got to say, I wasn't a fan of Chris Brody, but. Um, I think that was the purpose, and I think uh-huh. Jason Priestley did a fantastic job. Yes, he did. And we know he comes back on the show, uh, you know, in a number of forms, director, uh, Chris yeah. comes back, you know, and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, we had a, a quick a shot of Chris just in season five that we just got done seeing, right? Yep, yep. So, yeah. Yeah, well, he comes in in Sparks and Recreation, which is episode four, the same episode that Dwight appears in. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Chris Brody is, is gone by episode nine, Lockdown. Of course, he goes away to London in between a couple of those episodes, so he's not present in every single episode. But, um, yeah, Audrey kind of gives him the brush off there at the end of the pier, right? Yep. And yep. he's gone. And then a few episodes later, she, you know, she and Nathan kind of declare – kind of like declare their love for each other in their own way. We have the big business as usual episode where, you know, Nathan finally admits his feelings for her and says, you're not just my partner anymore, which I think was a big thing for Nathan to actually be able to say that. Um, and I thought it was so touching when he gave Audrey the information on how to find Lucy Ripley. Um, that was really sweet. It was. Yeah. It was very sweet, but also we, we have to acknowledge that it was also a very big point to mythology. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because then... Well, of course, Audrey kind of reciprocates and says to Nathan, you're just not just my partner either. And, you know, we got their first kiss and the, the official Naudry relationship was born. Um, 
Although if you ask me, they were destined kind of from day one to be together, but that's just my shipper heart speaking. Um, but then Audrey does really does meet Lucy Ripley, right? Yes. That was pretty cool. It was, it was very, um, also a shock, if you will. Cause yeah. it's like, wait, there's an actual Lucy Ripley and here she is. And she knows something. Right. Well, just like there was an actual Audrey Parker, right? Right. But, but this, this, this Audrey wasn't, um, isn't confused. Yes. You know, about, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, this Lucy Ripley recognized Audrey and said, you know, 27 years ago, you were here. Um, So that was a big point in Audrey's journey of finding out about herself and learning about herself. And then she learns Lucy's tie back, ties back to the Crockers, how Duke's father wanted to kill Lucy Ripley. Um, You know, that was shocking, I think, for both Audrey and Duke, of course, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I... Duke didn't see that coming. If we, if we remember correctly, Duke was of the uh, I'm not uh, troubled. I don't deal with right. the troubled. That's not my issue. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we didn't find out. We found out about Duke's power here in season two, but we didn't find out. And t- Oh, no. He, it, excuse me. The last episode of season two, he finds out about killing, um, killing people. Once he gets the troubled blood, if he kills the troubled person, he ends the curse in their family. He does find out about that in Sins of Our Fathers. So, you know, Duke, that's pretty heavy for him to have to learn that. I think that's heavy for anybody, but especially for someone who originally thought he had nothing to do with the troubles. And all of a sudden, you are so immersed that you are, quote unquote, a cure for the troubles. Yeah, that is true. Like, that's a good point. Now, Duke, he always, that was always his specialness, if you will, is that, you know, Nathan's troubled, this town is troubled, I'm not troubled. And that was always the big difference between Duke and Nathan, was that Nathan was troubled and Duke was not. And here we find out, you know, Duke, Duke's like, oh my gosh, I'm troubled too. And not only am I troubled, but I have to, you know, I can kill people and end the curse in, throughout the, their family history or their future families. Right. Um, and, and he struggles with that. And of course, a, a natural thing for anybody yeah. that's uh, with a heart. I was going to say normal, but normal's relative, but with a heart, <laughs> you know, um, so, so, so these things happen, of course. And, yeah. And then um, let's see, back to a little bit of Audrey, Audrey. We can't, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about, we saw Sarah for the first time in season two, right? And fear and loathing um, that Dave's biggest fear which we didn't get an answer until season five as to why uh, Sarah was his biggest fear. Thank you, Haven, for carrying on these mysteries yeah, for so long. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and just way to tease us. <laughs> exactly. Because you're like, what? Why? Oh, no answer. Maybe we'll find the answer. Uh, and then, exactly. And then speaking of Sarah, if I can go on for just a minute. Sure. Where Vince gave Audrey Sarah's ring. And we were all like, oh, my gosh, that matches garland's ring that nathan wears around his neck yeah and that started that whole mystery of the rings that we we found out some of the answers to that in season 5a that we just watched and we think we're going to get more of a definitive explanation of those rings coming up in season 5b um which another which, which you know is one of the biggest mysteries for a haven fan um i think if you took a poll and said what are the big mysteries the yeah. rings are going to be top of the list yeah, because it was obvious these rings matched. And well, how does, I, I think it's also the fact that people were like, how did, not only do they match, but what does this mean for Audrey and Nathan? And people wanted mm-hmm. to know, how does this affect them? Right, 
you know, because at, at this time, we don't know that Audrey is how this works. Right, like, right. And so everyone was like, oh, she was married before. But wait, why does Garland have it? She right. was married and to Garland? Obviously- what? No. Huh? You know? Not not all of us thought the ring meant she was married, but that's a good point because they did no, look yeah. like, you know, yeah, wedding bands of his and her matching set. Um, so there was that question. Was There was, was, there was a small married? group of people that thought and, it. But do we, do we know to this day why Garland had the ring? No. See? No. But we do Don't know that speak. Nathan wears it around his neck. As it, which I love that. I love that. In remembrance of his father. Um, that's very touching. I do like that. So I do like that about Nathan, that he wears that. Um, so lots of stuff we learned in season two that we're still, you know, we found out um, more about the Colorado kid, a little bit more. Um, that's more of a season three, though, right? Colorado kid. Well, I think season three was a big part of the Colorado kid, yeah. but I, I we'll think... We'll save that for the yeah, next podcast. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but let, I, I think the interesting thing about this season also was the variation of troubles that okay. that were there. I mean, you had um, the Wendigo. Yes. The guy who could bring ghosts. Yeah. You had the um, machines coming to life. Yeah, Love Machine, yeah. Uh, fathers, yeah. Groundhog's Day. Oh, Audrey Parker's day off, yeah. And then, uh, like, a multiple man kind of one. I mean, it, 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 it was so varied. There were some that were, like, semi-harmless. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not, they're, they are harmful because they're troubles. But, like, when you look at the scale of things we see in this overall, you know, this one kind of varied. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and I am still creeped out to this day about who I wear Wendigo and cannibals. That just, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> some things you just can't avoid. I don't know. That is just, that one is really creepy to me. Well, and the fact that they were eating like deer meat. Well, the fact that Dwight had a solution for feeding them so readily. (laughs) So he was on point with that. And I was like, wow, go ahead, Dwight. I kind of miss Dwight being a cleaner, honestly. Uh I I love him as chief, um, but I love that he was a cleaner. Well, I just, he was, there was something so stealth about Dwight and he was so comfortable in his role as cleaner and, you know, like, I think it was in Sparks and Recreation when he winked at Nathan and said, you know, your dad didn't ask a lot of questions. That's the way we like it or something to that effect. Yeah. Um, he was just too cool for school, so to speak, you know? Yeah. 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 And and, and it was neat. But um, let's let's look at favorite episode for the in, season. Within season two? Within season two. Uh, we'll do top three. Okay. Um, well, you know me. I, I have... I have confessed. I think it's well known. I'm an Audrey gal. Um, so, of course, I love business no, as you, you, usual. <laughs> you're an Audrey gal? <laughs> Who knew? You, you hide um, it so well. Yeah. Of course, uh, Audrey Parker's day off is a highlight for, I think, a lot of us, right? Yeah. Um, I actually like lockdown. I like lockdown. Um, so those three? I pick three. I don't know. No, you, get, you, you only get three. I like Love Machine, too. No, no, that's not three. Okay, well, stop with uh, what, I, what I said. So, business as usual, Audrey Parker's day off, and lockdown? Yeah. So, hmm. I'm going to go with Audrey Parker's day off. I don't think there's an episode written by the Zuckerman sisters that I don't like. Um, They they are fantastic. Um, But my second episode is going to be business as usual. Okay. And my last one's probably going to be Silent Night. Okay. 
A lot of people really love that episode. I mean, Santa Duke, come on, that was hilarious. It was, it, it was, you know, all, a lot of the episodes, uh, if not all of Haven's episodes are very well written. The mm -hmm. writers do a great job. And this season, I think, uh, some of their best. I mean, it, again, yeah. it caught me. This was the, the season that hooked me. They um, reeled you in. They reeled me in. So, yeah. So anything else you want to talk about for season two? No. Of course, we only, we just hit the tip of the iceberg. There's so much, as I always say, there's so much in every Haven episode. And a whole season, there's just too much to, to go in depth on. But that hits a bit of it, right? Absolutely. So, if, guys, if you have anything you want to share with us, hit us up on Twitter. Um, you usually know where we are. I'm at AmyJ21. And Amy is at? Uh, at AMS underscore 04. Hit us up there, and we will see you in the next episode. This is Revisiting Haven.